0: Welcome to The Hidden Palace with Skyblaze. Good morning, afternoon, evening or night, wherever you are in the world. I am Skyblaze and this is The Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Uh, Apologies to anyone who was expecting me yesterday. Um, My health is an ongoing nightmare. Uh... I am getting treatment, I'm being referred to a specialist uh, stuff is happening just slowly because ongoing health crisis slows things down as it turns out. But I'm here now, so um, as we're in the year 2020 uh, I thought it would be pretty interesting to see what Sega arcade games have hit their milestone yearly anniversaries So, on second thought, this is probably just going to make me feel really old, isn't it? Not that this is new, because I just have to talk to Viper for five minutes and remember that he's a fetus. And I feel old anyway. But let's carry on regardless. Um... So in 2005, uh, Sangokushi Taisen was released. It was a physical and digital card game based on the Three Kingdoms period of Chinese history, as well as the novel based on this period of time, Romance of the Three Kingdoms, which is itself a very famous novel. It was released for the arcade, Nintendo DS and PC, and allows you to face off against the computer or a friend with your selected general and troops. The arcade version uses an input system which is similar to the World Championship Football Arcade games, weirdly enough. I I guess I can see where they're coming from, you know, troops, battle, football teams, maybe. But you could use special cards to construct a team of 11 players and allow you to issue orders during the match, and a similar system was used in uh, Sankakoshi Taisen. Uh, Frost is saying, Viper is an 11 year old who is dealing with everybody's problems. It is true. You are not wrong. (laughs) Anyway, uh, the Sankakushi version is a bit more refined as it tracks troop movement instead of just initial placement. Each general has a number of stats, including strength and intelligence, depending on their... um Excuse me. and depending on their manner or energy this will help determine things such as the number of troops you can have access to as troops can take uh, between one and three slots of the eight that you have available. There are five, tribes, five types of troops that you have access to swordsmen, spearmen, cavalry, archers and siege engines. Each one will have a strength towards and a weakness towards one of the other troops Although, depending on the exact troop you have, they will have additional abilities to help you in your fights against your opponent. Several revisions of this game were released, including Sengoku Taisen 1560 Awari no Funge. I don't know if I've pronounced that properly at all. And This was a new version of the game which was set in Feudal Japan and released on the Ring Edge Arcade System, which I have discussed in a previous episode. And uh, who have we got in the chat today? So we've got SD, Aquadan88, uh, my husband Greyfors around, uh, Doan is here, Frostgamer20. Um, if there's anybody else, give a shout. Oh, electrical is here, of course. Green Viper is saying May I remind you this is an awfully odd claim For someone with their birth year and their username Is that Aqua Is that AquaDan88? I don't know Because I Don't have my I don't know Anyway But yeah Viper is ridiculously young And uh, deals with a lot, of sh- a lot of our shit So good on him for dealing with a lot of our shit <laughs> okay let's have some music then know uh, this might be a fairly short show because I'm still kind of being propped up by painkillers so we'll see how it goes uh, so, so from Senkakoshi Tyson, we've got Dragon Orb and then from Sonic and the Black Knight we've got the kingdom and its people so enjoy those and I will speak to you again after the break was sonic and the black knight the kingdom and its people and before that from sangakushi taisen dragon orb let's head a little further back into the start of the new millennium where some people mostly idiots thought the world would end but thankfully we survived how much of a blessing this is up for debate but here we are because otherwise we won't be able to celebrate 20 years of the Derby Owners Club 2000. Wait, hang on. Is this something to celebrate? I guess this is a horse racing game which seats eight players at once and lets you take part in nearly every aspect of horse rearing and racing. Thankfully, not including mucking out the stables. You get to choose the parents of the horse that you start with, choose the outfit your jockey will wear as well as the training you put your horse through by playing up to 10 different mini-games. After training you get to play race against other players or the CPU with in-game money prizes if you manage to get a high enough position at the end of the race. After each race you'll then have a small quiz which will test your knowledge of your horse with wrong answers having a negative effect on your relationship with your horse. OKAY THEN! Your horse will have around 30-40 to races in them before they are considered too old and they start to perform slowly against younger and fresher races. Before your horse gets put out for pasture, you can use them to breed a new one, so long as you've completed at least 20 races. At least there isn't like a mini-game involving a glue factory because I think that would probably be a bit much. Yes, I am a terrible, TERRIBLE person. Um, and Gray just did a really brutal gif involving a jockey getting on a horse and just the horse just body slamming him into the ground. <laughs> wow. Anyway, where was I? I got completely distracted. What the hell is that, Resident SD? There's a horse head with like multicolored, like, hypno-toad t- I don't... What? Well now I'm distracted. Thanks chat. You did it again. So, to ensure you get your money's worth from this arcade game, your Racer information can be saved onto a card thanks to the Memory Card Reader on um, Dispenser Technology, or the MCRD. Using glitches or random chance, you can unlock special horses. They are not physically special in ability, but rather in appearance. You can come across horses which have zebra stripes, tiger stripes, and panda prints. Weirder still, you can find people who are selling these cards on eBay for real life money. Alright. So apparently these, these kind of special horses in inverted commas are in, in, in demand. Oh, it's the My Lovely Horse thing from the Euro- Eurovision uh, Father Ted episode. I'd forgotten about it, actually. I-, I-, I have seen the episode, but it was a long time ago. I've heard the song since, usually from people taking the Michael out of the Eurovision Song Contest. No one's saying they've played a horse racing game where you can play an elephant, a panda, a pantomime horse, and other weird things. I want to know what this horse racing simulator is called because that sounds really, really random, and exactly the sort of thing that I wish to know more about. Okay, well, after that, well, oh, they say they saw recordings of it. They didn't actually. They haven't actually played it themselves. I still want to know more about it. I still definitely want to know more about this really bizarre thing. Horse horse racing simulator where you can race an elephant or a panda. I'm especially intrigued by the pantomime horse because that sounds delightfully bizarre. Ah, <laughs> oh dear. Right, um, I did manage to track down some music from uh, the Derby Owners Club. Um, so no track names just track numbers so from the derby owners club we've got derby oc number two and then um the only request i've actually received tonight we've got from cool riders hang on a theme of love which was requested by electric boogaloo so enjoy that and i will be back after the break for another quite odd game oh dear is this really happening or have i taken too many painkillers? Let's carry on regardless, so... Here you go. With the music break. Speak to you guys in a bit. Are back and that was cool riders hang on theme of love which was requested by electric bugaloo and then before that we heard from derby owners club derby oc02 um that track from cool riders is pretty good until like the final third when it sounds like uh the musician's cat has jumped on his keyboard and he's trying to chase the cat off the keyboard um because it suddenly starts going really like pressing random keys and it sounds really discordant oh well and yes we have discovered proof of the funny horse racing game which involves pandas and elephants and pantomime horses it's apparently called Japan World Cup 3 oh my god I I have nothing Japan everyone (laughs) <laughs> uh, electric bubble is saying blame hero he arranged the remix does he have a cat because based on the sound of that I suspect that he does I know that Darwin can certainly speak for um, what happens when you have a cat and you're trying to use any form of keyboard whether that be for writing or playing music keyboards are a lot allowed- of have this sort of magnetic attraction for cats anyway oh dear um right clock takes all the way back to 1995 now with a game called funky head boxes a boxing game released only in japan on the sega am3 arcade board in december of that year this is where all the boxes have box shaped heads yes Boxes boxing, I see what you did there. Unfortunately, the funky part in inverted commas comes into play when you see what this, these boxes, book, uh, boxes look like. Each fighter basically has a semi-photo realistic image of each of their faces, which is kind of pasted onto the front of the box, and then the faces deform as the fights progress. This is the sort of idea that only Japan would come up with. Um, you can select from six boxers and you get to fight through five matches facing against the remaining fighters. As you fight you'll have a set time in which to take your opponent down with health bars showing on the left and right side which lower as you attempt to make your foe a nasty smear on the boxing ring floor. When you're finished pummeling your foe, you can use various combinations to unleash special attacks to try and knock them out quicker. As and when your opponent are knocked to the floor, you have uh, you have the blockheaded ref start to count, uh, count one of you out. If you are the one who's been knocked down, you if you fail to pick yourself up from the map in the time involved before the count out finished, that's it. Game over. And not saying the cats go in the boxes that lose. That that would be appropriate. I I don't even know with this game, really. It's just so bizarre. And Aquedad's saying okay, if cats go in the- If they fit, they sit. What a blockhead, oh dear. <laughs> I need more caffeine. But yeah, it's it's such a bizarre idea, this. Um, it's, just a, it's probably the sort of thing that which is absolutely hysterically funny if you've had a couple of drinks and have your friends over. Which obviously you can't do at the moment because of COVID-19. Sadness. Um, I did find a couple of tracks from Funky Headboxes, but they were mostly very short and not actually very good. So from here on out, I am just going to play whatever the hell I want. So from Guardian Heroes, we've got Fighters of Pain. And then from Helicopter Knife Fight, we've got Whip This Beat, a Castlevania 2 OC Remix. Yes, I know it's not Sega. I do not care. So enjoy those, and I'll speak to you guys again after the break. discord chat has been very naughty and um yeah there are jokes about um electric Boogaloo. posted a picture of a backup of uh, the first project that's uh eugene Acker ever worked on at sega and it's on a four and, uh, five and a quarter inch floppy disk and of course the floppy jokes are then being made by the chat I, of course, am not participating because I am completely above that sort of thing. Yes, absolutely. So let's move on. So, back with uh, Funky Head Boxes, because there's a, a great deal of other random nonsense to be mined there. Now The game uh, released on arcades in 1995, but there was a Saturn release two years later where you could get a few extra modes, including a separate Versus mode for the CPU and human players, along with the Champion mode where you run through an arcade mode against various boxes. In this game as well, if you're both still standing at the end of the round, you get to a mini-game of sorts where you get to try and replenish some of old lost health by rapidly pressing buttons on the controller. Now the attract mode on the arcade version shows a screen saying, featuring the voice of John Robinson and I have no idea who that was. So I looked a bit further into it and um, the only cute clue I had was what was written below it, which is Avex Trax spelt A-V-E-X-T-R-A-X, which turns out to be a Japanese record label. And John Robinson happened to be one of the artists who was also part of one of the initial creators of the Cybertrans music genre. So I learned a thing and I hope you have learned a thing there as well. Not really related to Sega but interesting nonetheless. And Frost saying just because Skyblaze hosted Club Sega once doesn't mean we should get like this. Resident SD saying uh, I need fruits, uh, filth stretches far and wide, damn you I need (laughs) fruits." Ah dear. Apparently AVEX also pro- uh, pro uh, pro I can say words. AVEX also provided some of the tracks for Sega Touring Car Championship according to Electric Bugaloo. That's pretty interesting. So we can uh tie it back to Sega in more than one way, apparently. And Resident SD saying we'd have to use something that's 22mm wide and eighty eight and eighty millimeters long. It just isn't the same. I'm trying to figure out what he's referring to. I never thought I'd get to do an M2 joke here, but here we are. <laughs> what Oh, the chat's very strange. We have a very strange chat, you guys. Not that this is exactly news to me, but um still. Right. Oh dear. Let's have some more music then. Um so I just picked a couple of things basically at random. Uh well, not quite at random, because Cybertrance was mentioned as a genre, so we have Urban Flow High Five Cybernetics for Cybernetic Carnival and then from Yuji Zillion Melodic Trance OC Remix (laughs) Do you see what I did there? Cybernetic Carnival, Melodic Trance, Cybertran I'm on a lot of painkillers, okay? So (laughs) I hope you enjoy that anyway (laughs) And I'll speak to you guys again after the music break for Chibchen Corner That was UG with Zillion, Melodic Trance from our friends over at OC Remix and before that we had Urban Flow, High Five Cybernetics for Cybernetic Carnival which was from one of the Sonic Stadium music albums although I can't remember which one. Um, the chat is talking about a uh, a guy called uh, on youtube called Dank Pods who apparently does very funny videos. Um, maybe I'll watch one at some point. Um, and then I mentioned that there's a uh, this insane Scandinavian guy that me and Grayful follow called Odd Tinkering. And he does uh, restoration videos of things like games consoles, you know, Game Boys, um, vintage electronics, tools, that sort of thing. He doesn't really speak in his videos, he uses on-screen text to describe what he's doing, but on occasion he will just throw in something completely random like, at one point, uh, there was a bunch of sawdust on his table, so he brings in this, um, like, vacuum uh, pipe thing to, to suck it all up. But he put googly eyes on the vacuum pipe. And he'd overdubbed, like, this ridiculous comedy sucking noise. So this, this ridiculous thing with googly eyes appears and goes... And then disappears again, and I just howled with laughter. I think I was very tired at the time, but yeah, it just struck me as hilarious. It isn't it weird how just, every so often something will just hit you as being really funny, even if it isn't that that funny. Anyway, uh, Chichun Corner. So Stephen Keane or Stephen Keane is better known to Chun fans by the fanciful name of Unicorn Dream Attack. He's been making electronic music since 1997, and got involved with the electronic music scene during a stint working in various music studios around Detroit. In around 2004, he got involved with the chiptune music after in- experimenting with the sounds that could be produced by his beloved microcomputers and home game consoles. And oh, Frost is saying, awesome name. Yeah, Unicorn Dream Attack is a brilliant name. Uh, not to be confused with the, um, the video game. So yeah, um, from Unicorn Dream Attack uh, we've got a track called Super High Tops 1987 and I will post a link to his Bandcamp page on the chat and I believe that Twenty will put it up on social media as well but here we go with Super High Tops 1987 from Unicorn Dream Attack and then I'll be back after the music break to close out the show. back and that was Unicorn Dream Attack Super High Tops 1987 Uh, so thanks to everybody who's tuned in today despite the fact that the episode was postponed from its usual slot Um, believe it or not next week is actually going to be my 100th episode I'm a bit blown away by this to be perfectly honest because I can't really believe that my silly little trivia show has got this far uh, Thank you so much to everybody who's stuck with me uh, or people who have just uh, just joined and, and decided that they like it um, Despite all the various issues I've had and the time I've had to take off because of uh, illness and other issues so thank you so much to everybody who has listened ever to this show. If you're listening now, if you have ever listened before. <laughs> Frost Game has put up a, a kind of army of, of uh, the, the uh, kitty blobs. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, can't, I can't believe that it's 100 episodes. It's going to be 100 episodes next week. Um... As a result, I'm going to be doing a bit more of a personal thing. I'm going to be talking about my personal favourite Sega games and what they mean to me. Um, But if you have any ideas for episodes that you want me to cover after that, you can get in touch with me via Twitter where I am at Blazing Skies. You can reach me through the Radio Sega Discord. You can find me there. I'm SkyBlaze. Or you can reach me through the Radio Sega Facebook and Twitter pages. Um, and yeah, be sure to tune in uh, next Saturday for my 100th episode. Uh, I will be taking requests, but I will also be playing a lot of stuff that I like, because it's my 100th episode, so I think I'm allowed. Um, yeah, I'm I'm still getting over that, I, that <laughs> but hey-ho. Uh, one last track to go out on then. Um. So, from FF Music DJ, we've got Hidden Palace Future for our final track. I hope you see what I did there. But so until next week, and I swear I will broadcast next Saturday at nine PM UK time if it kills me. I hope it doesn't, but I hope it, if it uh, that is my my promise to you guys. I've been Skyblaze, and this has been the Hidden Palace here on Radio Sega. Hope to see you guys next week for the special anniversary special. Good night, everybody. Take care.